Hello and welcome to episode two of Triathlonology. I'm Jackie. And I'm Oliver and we're from Animus Racing Triathlon Team. Today we want to talk to you about swimming because as we said in our previous podcast we want we want to bust these myths and think that people think what puts people off doing triathlon thinking that they can't do triathlon and one of the the main things is swimming. Yeah because historically particularly in England we haven't been taught to swim front crawl that was something you had to do if you joined a swimming club if you got lessons at school they just taught you how to breaststroke or fetch a brick from a bottle of a pool in your pyjamas and life saving but it wasn't really for fitness or anything like that and in fact even now most swimming pools are not designed for people who um, want, want, to to, want to be fit for swimming yeah, it's mainly for messing about in pools rather than for well, if you look at for example in Australia or America and you said well we're going to the swimming pool everybody in there will be doing crawl or breaststroke or doing some sort of fitness based swimming well it's like that when we go to Portugal Oliver for our triathlon camp when we go to the pool in Villamora it is just for swimming in it is for it's got 10 lanes and it's all for it's lane swimming you don't see anybody on an inflatable jumping in and out and, and with a beach ball no which definitely happens more in England or the fact that lane sessions only happen for a few hours a day rather than all day mm. which probably is indicative of how we treat swimming and why people think that swimming is difficult and how it becomes such a barrier for people to do triathlon no mm. the people good news mental, with that mental block really don't you think the good news with that is that to do a triathlon all you need to be able to do is swim any recognised stroke other than backstroke because so you can do head up mum breaststroke to complete well to, to do it um, to do a triathlon if you want to you don't have to swim front crawl you don't have to do Adam Peaty like breaststroke it's just whatever you're comfortable with and get into the other side of the pool and back again there however no, many times it is there are no marks for style or um, you know you're not going to be marked on your perform on your on your style or your performance it's whether you can get from A to B yeah so that's what we say to people you don't need to be able to swim front crawl to do a triathlon you it's the most efficient way of doing it particularly the longer in distance that you go mm. particularly if you go into open water where you might need a wetsuit um, they're not really designed for doing breaststroking but mm. for a beginner who wants to just get into triathlon or wants to give one a go having never given one a go before you 100% can do breaststroke and you 100% do not need to put your head under the water to do breaststroke no you don't you definitely don't so there's no scary bits in in and, and also there's nothing to stop you stopping at the end of each length because once you get to the wall and you think could do your breath then have a breath there's no like i've said to you before there's no there's no uh, style marks it's not like strictly come dancing where you're going to get marked for you know out of 10 it's not like that at all no it's not and when you are doing a, a triathlon event all that really matters is that you compete against yourself and your own time you're not racing against everybody else there you're only racing against yourself so if you do your first one and you don't put your head under the water to do breaststroke 
And then the second one, you do half of it with your head under the water for breaststroke. Well, A, you've already improved. Yeah. And it's something that you can do and you can work on in your own time, in your own sessions. You don't have to be the world's best swimmer to do a triathlon. I am absolute proof of that because when I first started doing triathlon, for want of a better word, when Oliver said to me, I think we should do triathlon, Mum, and I thought, well, what does that involve? And he said, swimming, biking and running. And I thought, well, I can't do the swimming and I haven't got a bike, but I can do running. So I would took well, one out of three weren't bad. So I had to learn to swim and I was scared. I used to do adults mum's bum um breaststroke. But it's a it's a progression. Nobody expects you to do it perfect the first time. You just have to lead yourself into it. I mean the first triathlon that I did, Oliver stood at the other end and counted the lengths for me and I did have refs because I was tired and I did breaststroke, but it didn't stop me enjoying it and I had an amazing time and loved it and I just wanted to progress from there so with that said you don't so you can just go in the pool and do breaststroke yes you might find other people attempting front crawl setting off at the same time as you or the people doing front crawl proficiently at the same time as you but you don't have to you just have to do whatever is a recognised stroke that you're comfortable in doing and you take your time in doing it until you are confident and comfortable um, with anything else. And we do, Oliver and I are um, obviously coaches and we have had great success in getting people who couldn't even put their head in the water um, to be able to swim front crawl. But it, it's, it, is a, it, is a pro, it is a process. It shouldn't be the barrier for you not doing a triathlon. It should be the start should be the start of your journey. The journey it really is. So I think we would both say that we both started when we started when we knew we wanted to do a triathlon that neither of us could do front crawl. Nope. I could do breaststroke putting my head under, but not very efficiently, because it was what I was what I would have been twenty-five. Yeah, twenty-five. Twenty-four, twenty-five when I started doing it. And I last had a swimming lesson when I was nine. Um, so I had done nothing in the intervening, other than going on holiday and messing about in a swim pool. I had done nothing swimming-wise for the best part of 15 years. Mm. But then with the help of a friend who we met, who taught, who started as going swimming foot crawl, and then from the triathlon club that we joined locally, we got going and were able to swim front crawl well I, I was able to swim front crawl yeah. competently enough yeah. that when I did and confidently enough that when I did my first triathlon I was able to do it I wouldn't say it was any particularly good but I could get from A to B or the 400 metres in in doing the freestyle stroke um, and then get out and go and be able to go swimming during the week and do front crawl mm-hmm. solely rather than doing breaststroke or any other stroke yeah I mean it took me a lot longer than that because yeah, I was older, a lot older, obviously. And I was scared. I'll admit it, I was scared. I didn't like putting my head under the water. And I had to conquer that fear. And I went from teacher to teacher. In fact, one per- well, last one that, that I had said I'd be better off swimming breaststroke. And I thought, well, I'd, A, that just like red ragged at bull because you think, no way is anybody going to tell me that I want to be able to swim front crawl. 
and then I found something that worked for me and um, it's finding what works for you and I just persevered and persevered I seem to lots of times didn't get anywhere and really I would say it's only in the last six to twelve months that I've really improved at swimming because I have a different coach I have someone who knows what they're doing and has encouraged me and in fact what, how long is it ago ever uh, beginning June. of June um, I'd been set a challenge to do 3100s uh, 3100 metres and I never thought I'd do that and I trained to do that in nine weeks and I did it but it's also fair to say that your swimming's improved immeasurably because you are now swimming more swimming more yeah. often and swimming further as a result of swimming more and swimming more often and enjoying it more yeah because there are lots of things you can do to make your swimming more enjoyable um, because if you enjoy it more then you'll go because when when I, when I first started I didn't enjoy it I hated it whereas now I swim with a pool boy which that's another subject that we will go on to. I also have um, bone conducting headphones, so I listen to my music. Although I have to say, I have not changed my music for five years, so I don't know what song's coming up next. But it's a, I know how far I've got in my session because I know how many songs I've got left in it, and I really enjoy it. And I've met people at the pool um, who um, go every day or all the days that I go on, at the same time and, and we swim together and even through covid it's been i've gone still gone to the pool at the times we could and it's been really lovely since covid finished because all the people that i went swimming with still go swimming and some of them were very old and i was a bit worried about them at the time but they survived and so have i so that's where we are yeah and it's like a bit flippantly to say that well the more that you enjoy swimming the more you'll more often you'll go but it's like anything else if you hate doing something then you're just going to stop no matter how much you want to get better at it you are not going to do something unless you enjoy it so that's got to be the first building block in mm. how to improve your swimming is finding the way that you can go that will will make you enjoy it now for me we've just moved house so i'm having to move swimming pool and being able to go in the middle uh, middle of the working day when it's the pools a bit quieter means that i enjoy it more because otherwise i'd get frustrated with slower swimmers in the lane or people doing breaststroke in the fast lane which is a whole different topic but that would get to the point where it would impede my enjoyment of the swimming session and I would go less. So even something like finding a time where it works better for you rather than thinking, oh, I've got to go first thing in the morning or I've got to go last time in the night. If you can work it so that you can go at a time that works better for you where you will enjoy it more, even that's something to consider. Definitely. Because it's like Oliver said, if you don't enjoy it, you'll find every excuse under the sun not to go. And then when you do your race, you think, oh, I wish I were better at swimming. Well, the only way to get better at swimming is to swim. And it's often the case with people who take triathlon up at later in life that swimming ends up being the weakest distance because it is the thing that they like least. So they do it least. No matter whether they're doing an Ironman or a half Ironman or a sprint triathlon, the one constant in all of those events is that you have to swim. Yeah. and how you how fit you are at swimming will have a knock-on effect in the bag and the run and 
if you are not fit for swimming, then particularly as you go up the longer distances, then even if you are an excellent cyclist or an excellent runner, your cycle and run discipline will be adversely affected by your lack of swim fitness mm. because your body will be tired, but it'll produce a lot of lactic acid, which it has to get rid of. The, and the only way to cure that is to go swimming more often and do, you know, and do the appropriate amount of swimming for the distance yeah. that you want to cover. And, and it is a lot more than what you think. So well, we've just said finding something that you that makes you enjoy swimming so that you go because I, I I am living proof that I used to really hate swimming and did not and used to do things oh I can't be bothered I didn't want every excuse under the sun not to go but when I was set the challenge and I thought hmm I'm going to do this and I now really enjoy swimming and the more you swim you are better and everything else is better you like Oliver's just said your cycle's better and your run's better so if we can get over that barrier of you're not liking swimming or you think you're not very good at swimming or then you're more than on your way to being a really competent triathlon yeah and the better you get at swimming the more you want to go swimming again because you think well i'm getting good at this or it's not becoming the chore that it used to be so no no so you found a way to go swimming because you found a way to enjoy it or certainly initially Mm -hmm. or to make it easier or make it more enjoyable for you then as you get better at, as you go more often you'll get better at swimming which means that you enjoy it more because it's ended up being a pleasurable experience rather than being a torturous one that you're just having to do to get through this next event that you've entered mm. so you go more it's a circle yeah and there are all manner of toys you can use to to make swimming easier or more enjoyable we both swim with a pool by and yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a later podcast and that's not for everybody and uh, triathlon purists will say that that's not right but in in short if it helps you go swimming and you wouldn't go without it then you will do you will be better at swimming than if you didn't go so that's where and you know i've regularly done that and, and enjoyed it i have headphones but again bone conduct headphones that I listen to paddles, you can use those. If you've got some fancy goggles, you can get them that project the speed that you're swimming, which some people might want to know. They can now put your swimming session uh, as a program thing into it. So if you're mad into tech, you can, you don't have to th- remember what lens yeah. you have to do. Yeah. You can program it into your goggles and they'll tell you how far you've gone or whether you've got to move on to the next thing. There are all sorts of things that you can get that will make swimming a more pleasurable experience for you and something that will make you want to go in but again mum touched on this earlier part of the thing that you get from going swimming and like we said in the first episode is the little community that builds up because you will get to know people who go swimming at the same time as you and they'll chat to you and you chat to them and then before you know it you're having a little social event while you're there and there's people you'll never see anywhere else other than at the swimming pool yeah although I have seen also one of the guys who goes to my pool and swims in my lane is a Sheffield Wednesday fan and I've seen him at Hillsborough and I said to him hey what's Steve not seen you with your, well you know it's, it's a change to see you with your clothes on everybody around you then like think oh, what's that well obviously I know it's because he's a swimmer yeah so 
and you will there'll be people who will just talk to you and you'll talk about what training you're doing what they're doing you'll talk about other events that you've been to whether they're just doing master's swim events or whether they're doing triathlon as well mm-hmm. you know all sorts of all sorts of things or the kind of things you would get from going to a club which again is another way of enjoying it more because yeah. you'll go with people who will who will be there for the same reason as you who will be similar ability to you and you will progress uh, collectively at the same time so humans are social animals mm. if you can do swimming with other people even if you don't know them at first people are pretty want to chat when mm. you go to a swimming pool particularly if they see you all the time and they'll mm. ask you what you're doing or what you're training for um, and then off you go you've got a, a little friendship group there that will be expecting to see you mm. or that will also help co- hold you accountable because yeah. you might have you know old Doris might be in the slow lane but she sees you every week and says and actually, how are you going on and how good a swimmer you are? And then the, the, you might not go one time and Doris will say to you the next time, say, oh, why don't you come swimming? So even though you're not swimming with her, she's holding yeah. you accountable because she expected to see you to be able to talk to you. Mm-hmm. It's true. And even stupid stuff like that makes a difference mm-hmm. and will help you go swimming more often. Definitely. So... I think that's we've probably talked about as much as we can for swimming for now, Oliver. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think that's probably enough as a introduction to, to mm. swimming, and we'll, we can talk more in depth on how we swim, the way that we swim, and the different items of you know, equipment and whatever you're using in the swimming mm. pool in a later episode. So I've been Jackie. I've been Oliver. You've been listening to Triathlonology, a podcast by Enemies Racing Team, and we'll see you next time. Next time.